Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Like a Cheryl Cole dimple. Yeah. People getting a procedure done to give, give them literally a dent in their face. Yeah, that's their weird. Back. That's weird. So I think um, I think probably stay surgery free is probably your best bet. To be honest, you know, yeah, do what you want. They're very strange out there. Very strange. There, there are some mad ones. Like, are you going to get your eyelids done? <clears throat> Mike, my eyelids tightened. It's such a weird, weird request. I mean, so I, I just kind of for something like I can understand. You know, your face changes as you get older, and what what your your eye ridge does it keep growing and your nose keeps growing and other parts of your face kind of keep growing and it changes over time And but like to be that worried and obsessed about a tiny part of your body like your eyelids your <laughs> eyelids like, yeah. oh come on lads I know or like if you're going to get a boob job I mean don't get a donut flattening boob job get a proper one <laughs> get your money's worth why yeah. would anyone want a facelift yeah I know I don't know. I don't uh, know please, why I know, yeah. Please say hi to Kat in Dublin 6. Hello, Kat in Dublin 6. What are you up to hi. this evening? Yeah. Any crack? Um, yeah, so God, that's mad. And, and one, we were chatting about this a bit earlier on. There is a, I think, a documentary on Netflix following, it might be, it's either steroid use or bodybuilders. Anyway, a guy kept injecting his biceps with... I can't remember what it was, but to the point where I think they burst. Or, but he had got huge, 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 huge biceps. Small enough guy with these ridiculously oversized arms. If you haven't seen it, go and uh, Google it. But he was just injecting them, I think, himself. He wasn't even going to a hospital. He was just getting this stuff and injecting them himself. I can't remember. I think I it's think on Netflix. I think it was, uh, he was injecting them with, was it cooking oil or something? Something ridiculous. And uh, I think he got either injured or sick from it and... Uh, it was found in a bad way but there's a documentary up with him I can't remember his name but he had once I think the biggest arms in the world before they burst and then they got real saggy looking it just looked like Popeye ridiculous but even bigger you know what I mean even even bigger but just kept adding to them and wanting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger arms um, and it just looked so disgustingly freaky but I think there's that is in the documentary on Netflix if you know the name of what I'm talking about some guy is just going around looking at steroid use in sports um, um, and was kind of chatting to different people who were, who were trying to get bigger and all that kind of thing. De- decent enough watch. I can't remember the name of it. But um, 
yeah, a guy was injecting himself and making his arms bigger. So it's started. It's obviously affecting men as much as it is affecting women now. The cosmetic side of it, but from the bodybuilding side and different things, that's getting out of hand as well. But there but you go. Um, do you know what I'd be worried about? It's not out long enough. You know, people aren't going through these procedures like for thousands of years, so yeah. you don't really know the effects it's going to have. Even like people getting Botox and fillers and stuff. Like, really, do do we know what's in that? You're injecting you know, it into your face. Do you know what'll be funny? So, <clears throat> you know that the world's going to end this year just because everything is on fire and yeah. the world's burning up and there's going to be loads of wars and just absolute carnage mayhem, right? So we'll probably wind up wiping ourselves out this year. And exactly what you said, in like 10,000 years' time, when the next civilization comes along and digs us up and they just see like the remains of a skeleton and two lumps of silicon on top of a chest, they'll be like, what in the name <laughs> of God were they doing back then? Why were they it's burying so these true. people with bags of silicon? Um, and st- <laughs> or just just be the, everything else will have decomposed, and it'll just be your face stuck there in that constantly surprised-looking <laughs> face going. Whoa. Or, in fairness, the amount of people who have um, had boob jobs and all the rest of it, who have like their lives have been saved through being shot in the chest, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever it might have been, um, someone was drowning and their boobs kept them afloat. Like, you know, sometimes... They're survival tools. They're yeah. survival tools, yeah. So The warriors of the future will have... I'll be women with silicone breast <laughs> implants and massive lips and you just won't be able to kill them. They'll just nope. be they'll bullets just be bouncing off their boobs. <laughs> like, come here, come into the water. They can't catch us there and they'll be floating along the river with their boobs up and we'll be there going, damn you. I, I can see I job. can see you perfectly clear with my tightened eyelids, but I can't oh. swim. Damn you. Oh, that's the future we have for us on the way, oh, eh? Right? that's funny. Yeah, that could be it. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. One of the things we do love is misery. Yeah, we do. We kind of start conversations with misery, don't we? So if I bumped into you, I'd say, oh, how are you? I'm all right. Yeah, you know, the weather's terrible. Uh, Not too bad. We'll never say good. It's never on a spectrum of good. It's just on how bad it is. It's not too bad. It's awful. Um, But in a weird way, I think, you know, it's part of our charm and it's part of our culture and heritage as Irish people to be begrudgingly moany just about <laughs> just about absolutely everything. But turns out that uh, some studies have come out to suggest that that may be linked to not having a good time later in life, that may be linked to some uh, uh, declines in your mental functioning later in life. To talk about that study in a little bit more detail, is far more informed than us. She is from uh, the University College in London. She is a psychologist, senior researcher, so we best listen up and take notes. Uh, the lead author from that study, Dr. Natalie Marchant, how are you? Hi, very well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me to talk. No, 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 you're absolutely 100% fine. As we said, myself and Saoirse, and probably most people in Ireland that are listening, are going to be slightly worried about this, which might help. It'll feed into our negativity when we can say, I can't even moan now because I'm going to get sick. But what have you been looking into when it comes to repetitive negative thinking? (laughs) Um, Well, I am interested in dementia and in studying risk factors for dementia. And it's relatively established now that there are psychological risk factors for dementia. So poor mental health has been associated with an increased risk. And uh, I was interested to see what might be a common thread amongst these different mental health conditions that might explain this risk. So people uh, living with depression or anxiety, for example, 
frequently engage in a style of thinking called repetitive negative thinking. And I wondered whether this style of thinking might specifically be associated with markers of Alzheimer's disease, which is um, the leading cause of dementia. So we assessed repetitive negative thinking levels in older adults who were already at risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. And we found that higher levels of repetitive negative thinking were associated with a deeper decline in cognition and primarily in memory, which is an early marker of Alzheimer's disease or risk factor. And we also found that it was associated with higher levels of amyloid and tau, which uh, in the brain, which are two proteins that aggregate or that build up in the brain in Alzheimer's. Some good news about it is that repetitive negative thinking is modifiable and there are interventions that have been shown that can reduce repetitive negative thinking. So that's this next phase of research that I'm conducting now is to see whether we reduce repetitive negative thinking, whether that might subsequently have an effect on our risk for developing Alzheimer's disease. Okay, listening to this, I would probably be a more negative thinker than positive thinker for the most part. That's just the way I am. So yeah, if you never get your hopes up, seriously, you can never be disappointed. It's a brilliant way to go through life. It is. <laughs> it's terrible. But what's classified as a repetitive negative thinker? Yeah, so there's actually not a, a cutoff to say, okay, I am a negative thinker or I'm not a negative thinker. It's more of a sliding scale. So we assess it by asking people a number of questions about their style of thinking. And if you score highly on that questionnaire, then you have higher levels of repetitive negative thinking. And, and likewise, you would have lower if you, if you don't have trapped thoughts in your mind. So, yeah, I, I can't really... There, there's no threshold. It's just a, a sliding scale. That's interesting. So some of the ways to, to maybe interrupt that or, or to prevent that, is it a case of picking up a Tony Robbins book and telling yourself every morning that you love yourself for the rest of your life? Or how do we... <laughs> Prevent some of these um, things. Yeah, so so actually, there's a there are a number of interventions and therapies. So Ed Watkins, Exeter University, developed a rumination-focused cognitive behavioral therapy program, which has been shown to reduce rumination and, and repetitive negative thinking. And I also study mindfulness and meditation, which seems to be promising a therapy to reduce this style of thinking too. So I think you know, looking after your mental health through whatever means you can, um, either through talking therapies, mindfulness, doing something, engaging in something that gives you pleasure and that you can you know, take your mind off of these negative thoughts, I, I would encourage you to do. It's interesting because anytime I get really stressed or anything, I actually get physically sick. So I would, mm. I could vomit or I'd have like a pain in my back or something. So I guess negative thinking does create bad vibes and then your immune system is probably lowered as well. Does that have anything to do with it? It definitely could be. I mean, that's an area that I'm very interested in is the connection between our thoughts and our kind of bodies, our biological systems and, and how our thoughts can potentially impact our, our bodies. And I agree that stress could be a, a key mechanism there. Uh, and then from your research into you know Alzheimer's and dementia, apart from the negative thinking that you've obviously been looking into and, and that role that it might play, is there any other things that you've discovered that might be significant in developing Alzheimer's or dementia? So there are other risk factors, which I don't personally study, but there's a lot to do with your vascular health. So smoking is, is not good for your body or your brain. Good to stay physically active and mentally active. Having a healthy diet, the these are all, uh, there's a lot of linking between looking after your body uh, helps you to look after your brain. And th the rest of my research is, is largely focused on interventions that may reduce our risk. 
And I often think like places like Ireland, for the most part, like today, it's very grey, dull, rainy day. And that is going to affect your mood as well. So you're not going to wake up in great form when you see the rain outside. So I wonder if that has any link as well. I, I always think that's why we are power, part of the reason as to why Irish people can be slightly miserable in a way because we always know it's going to rain at some point. We always know the good times are going to end and it might be in the same day. So as I said, we never get our hopes up because it's sunny, oh, it'll probably rain tomorrow. It's raining, yeah, it's always raining. So I don't know if there's ever been an international study on how different weather patterns affect different people's psyches or moods around the world. But if there's not, maybe I can go back and do my P- do a PhD in uh, weather's impact on people's heads. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Come, come talk to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, we'll be like, yeah, we have to go to the Bahamas, Professor. Unfortunately, we have to go <laughs> yeah. there, and we have to go to the Cayman Islands and just see what the mood is like. But I, I don't know. I think uh, it was part of it, obviously, maybe uh, oppression and political history, blah blah blah, as well. But maybe the weather annoys people. Yeah, I actually did my my postdoctoral work in California, in um, in the Bay Area, and I, I can tell you, having blue skies and sunshine is pretty nice. Coming back here, though, I, I feel like because there are grey skies, it does make you cherish and appreciate the sunny days maybe a little bit more could that be something yes 100% we we need contrast don't we ups and downs yeah (laughs) we had great weather here last week and I got far too used to it I was in great form I was out in the garden the whole time and uh, now I'm just praying that it happens again (laughs) now you're just moaning Saoirse 24-7 I'm like my god I know you're not really well listen um, Natalie thanks a million for coming on and uh, speaking with us it's a very very interesting area of research is there any um, website or webpage you'd recommend people can check out more of the research you're doing? Well, there's the Alzheimer's Society webpage, also UCL Psychiatry, and there's the Silver Sante study, uh, which is silversante.eu, which gives a good summary of the meditation research that I'm doing. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, listen, that was uh, that was fascinating, and there's another reason to not moan as much if you're listening right now. It may lead to uh, declines in mental health down the line, but from the University College London psychologist, senior researcher uh, out there, Dr. Natalie Martian, thanks a million for speaking to us today. Thanks very much. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Now remember, you can get back, uh, listen back to the full shows on the Room 104 podcast. Subscribe wherever you get you part, your wherever you get your podcast from. And this evening on the show, I think we're going to start a weekly feature here now. But tonight we're going to try and honour some of the people around the world who have been making outstanding efforts to try and bring humanity down to very, very dumb and stupid levels. So we're going to give awards to things like ignorance. Stupidity, creative, mornism, uh, as we may call it. But uh, we're obviously going to set the tone here now. Oh, lovely music. If you have any oh, nominations nice. for uh, anyone who should receive the Darwin Award here on Room 104, please send in your nominations. It can be a friend or it can just be something you saw online or in the news. Well, The stupider, the dumber, the better. We can celebrate how humanity and mankind is hurtling itself towards... Uh, extinction. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Okay. I think off uh, the bat, we just need to throw in the woman who decided to make tea with a microwave. Oh my god! I think she should be first, and I think it ruined a lot of people's week. Um, it was horrific. Uh, it was a sight for sore eyes, and um, it, it has put people off their tea. And if you, yeah, if you didn't see this, a, a video went viral of. Uh, a mother and daughter making a cup of tea and they started off by putting water into a cup they then took that cup and put it into a microwave boiled the water in the microwave then they added in the milk and then it was the tea bag wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Now we've nothing against Americans of course we love them they're our friends here on the show we have Some a few listeners 
Yeah, some of them are, yeah. Uh, but it happened over in the States. I don't think it would happen here. And I think it was just pure and utter stupidity. Really? But, I mean, again, they're just kind of doing things in a different order. No, but that's what they thought was the best way to make a cup of tea. I mean, it's absolutely outrageous. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's pretty bad. Like you don't is, make a cup of tea with a microwave. And that is the scary thing. I don't know if you've ever rented over in, in America at all or gone over for a J1 or something, but... They don't have kettles. Do they not? Americans do not own kettles, and I don't know why. Well, I suppose they, they're all into their coffee over there. Imagine everyone has a, a home little coffee machine with the pods that they just hit the button. Um, well, well, that's fine. Stick with your coffee. Stick with what you know. Don't try and make tea using a microwave. Scum. If anything, use a cooker. Boil water in a, in a pot if you have to. Please don't use a microwave. <laughs> Right, well, there you go. There can be our first uh, recipients of the Darwin Awards. I want to give an honourable mention this evening now as well to the one in three Americans that have actually been using bleach to try and treat coronavirus. No, they haven't. And this isn't a, a, a random dodgy study. So their uh, they're Centre for Disease Control, so their CDC, it's like their national institution for fighting these pandemics and these infections and they do huge amount um, of scientific work and research and uh, help develop vaccines and the like right and they did a massive survey and they, they released this a couple of days ago and found that one in three one in three americans after donald trump had talked about bleach jokingly mentioned ble- bleach to uh, try and treat the virus and, and kind of protect from the virus one in three americans have admitted to at some point in the last couple of months using either gargling bleach or swallowing bleach to try and keep themselves safe. Now, don't bleach caps have a safety, a kid's safety thing on it? Yeah, well, maybe the Americans got their kids to open it and then they drank it afterwards. Yeah, well, maybe they need to make an adult version. <laughs> so adults yeah. can't open it. Oh, I mean, my God. I, I understand, right? I understand that people are worried and people want to do anything possible. And I understand people might be turning to holistic medicines and they'll be saying things like, I want this, take this now, boost your immune system. And you're like, all right, Karen, relax there now. And you can do anything you want. But surely everyone knows that bleach is, like, toxic for humans. Surely everyone knows that that's just... If Simon Harris came out and said, oh, by the way, everyone, you need to drink a bottle of bleach tomorrow. Not that Simon Harris would ever say such a thing. But if he did, 
would you not just go, that does not make sense? I am not drinking it. Or would you drink the bleach? Would you be a sheep and follow the crowd? Because I, I wouldn't. But, but you, you would know, you would know, you would know that was ridiculous. Okay, but if Simon Harris said to do it, would you do it? No. No. Because again, you'd know, you'd know. You'd know. So there yeah. you go. And Simon Harris did not say that, by the way. He would never say such a thing. I just have to clarify. I'm just saying <laughs> if he tomorrow. said it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Simon. Uh, no, but if someone of high power told you to do something, would you do it? No, you wouldn't. Not if you knew it was wrong. And maybe it just goes to show the brilliance of the education system over in the United States. One in three people in the United States have tried bleach, ingested or gargled bleach to try and uh, protect themselves from the coronavirus. Um, and on top of that, they make their tea in the microwave. So, whoa, yeah. deep breaths. Like... <laughs> oh God! Uh, who knows? Who knows? Need but listen. If you see anything, keep your eyes um, keep your eyes peeled over the next couple of uh, days for next week's nomination. If you come across anything or anyone that you feel deserves a Darwin Award, has brought humanity down to a ridiculously low level, we would like to recognise and celebrate their outstanding efforts to try and bring humanity down to the lowest levels possible. I mean, there's a lot of contenders in 2020. There's a lot of dumb stuff going on. Huge. <laughs> but who knows? We are more than happy to be surprised. So there you go. Let us know what the story is. If you see anything and you want to nominate anyone, might be a mate, someone you work with, might be uh, the missus or the fella, uh, or something you come across online, let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp, 087-67-97104. And they will obviously be included for uh, next week's Darwin Award. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Have you seen that that song just kind of completely reminds me of uh, that's overplayed on TikTok uh, all the time. It's just that it's yeah. one of those TikTok songs that are there. But have you seen the kind of misheard lyrics that they do to that song? I haven't, but I wouldn't even know the lyrics if I was to sing it. But remember when that came out first, I think we had just barely, I don't even think we'd started playing it. And I heard the song and I was like, now that is a tune. And I remember sending it to Tara. And then the next week it was on the hit mix. So I'm going to take uh, all credit for that. Oh, you're going to uh, credit for that. One of my, it's one of my favourite songs at the moment. I love it. <laughs> the best one I've seen for the misheard lyrics of that song is, um, I was in a porno with a bag of screaming goats. Oh yeah, that would work. I could see where they're getting that from. Uh, let me try let me just can we grab what are are the lyrics to that song what are the actual lyrics St. John Rose's lyrics very quick I walked in the corner with a body screaming dolo see like that makes no sense never sold a bag but took like Pablo in a photo do you know what you just need a good beat to get a good song. This going to make him feel way like Tony killed Manolo. But that makes no sense. I mean, but it looks like it's drugs really related. Oh. Never sold a bag, but I look like Pablo in a photo. Oh, like... A bag of cocaine, Pablo, Pablo Escobar. Es- oh, my God. Is he, is he, I don't know, is Tony... Did, uh, who's Manolo? Is that Tony Montana? Did Tony... Who's Man-O-Lo... Oh, God. I don't know. Uh, Mano- uh, Manny. Manolo was in Scarface. 
So we should get up in arms about this now and give out Jeez, about the songs promoting shocking. drugs. Drugs on the radio. Right. Would you be well? I like the beat of the song. Okay. We'll are you just that. promoting? You're promoting drugs. That's all you're doing now, Sir. Never scumbags. do such a thing. Never. Absolutely. I'm clean living. I don't. I don't do any of that stuff. I never would. It's very bad for you. Very dangerous, and it's illegal. So that's all I have to say on that. Um, okay, moving on. This was hilariously surprising to me because it's kind of funny. What? It's funny and it's not funny, obviously. Um, so, female eggs, yeah, have yeah. a preference for some people's sperm over others. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. So, uh, humans release chemicals called, now I can't even pronounce this, chemo attractants, yeah? Okay, that attracts sperm to unfertilized eggs. Yeah. But when they tested this in animals, females prefer a particular type of sperm based on their biological makeup. So you could be with the same partner, and I, I, it, it doesn't say anything about humans, but you could be mating with somebody hoping to get pregnant and you can't. But then I could go off with your friend and have a baby straight and away. And your egg is just screaming out for their type of sperm. You just don't yes. have the right sperm for each other. Exactly. Isn't that oh, devastating? That's so weird. Yeah. So imagine now you hoping to have children with your other half, knowing that your friend could give her all the kids she wants. She just doesn't like your sperm. Tragic. <laughs> So, to determine how mating preferences may be influenced, they uh, did a study in Manchester University and they um, it was how sperm responds to fluid which surrounds eggs and contains that chromo attract... I can't say that word. Someone else probably listening is. And uh, so, this is all to do with females' uh, partner, not the female themselves. So, it's your sperm to blame, according to this. So, so you know, if people are have trouble conceiving, it's not the woman, it's not the eggs, it's not anything like that. It could be down to men having yeah, sperm behavior, swimming behavior as well. <laughs> so, depending how 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 fast your your sperm is swimming or how strong it is, uh, can all have have a, a chance of of making it or not making it. And I say, there's nothing you can do to change to change your sperm. No. Well, that's so, depressing. Yeah, it's research on the way eggs and sperm interact. So obviously, on, on the plus side, it's going to advance fertility treatments in the future, but um, yeah, I just find that very strange and fascinating that certain sperm doesn't agree with our eggs. So it's nearly as if the sperms who dance the best can attract the eggs and the other ones, maybe they're just not into it. Yeah, it's They're not weird, wiggling in it? the right way towards the egg. They're not wiggling, yeah. It's weird. I don't know if you've ever seen that film, Look Who's Talking, the opening um, scene. No. Where they actually have the sperm talking and they're obviously trying to, 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 get, to get in there in the egg. And, uh, yeah, it, it's very funny. But it, it's basically the process of, like, before, before they conceive the lovely baby and uh, they're all shouting and who's going to make it first. So that's basically what I'm imagining is happening in this scenario <laughs> with animals and possibly humans. Yeah, might actually work. There you go. Dancing sperms. Not only do you have to be attracted to the other half, but apparently your yeah. reproductive organs and your little your your uh, 
eggs and your sperms have to get on as well. Otherwise, it's just not going to work out. It's just not so, going to work out. So that's what you could do, actually, if you wanted to break up with someone. If you want oh, to do just, it in a really mean way, just be like, look, I, I'm really attracted to you, but my eggs are just not feeling the sperm. Yeah, my eggs just hate, hate you. Nothing to do with me, nothing to do with you, so it's not going to work out. You could do that. Yeah, you could do you that. Could Happy do that. days. Yeah. Uh, on the way next, before we wrap up the show here this evening, um, there's a new type of toilet paper that you can get, and it is the most, I think, unnecessary thing in the world. Uh, and fingers crossed, I know it's like 20 to 12 of a Wednesday evening. You're probably not eating, but you just just hopefully that you're not eating. It's from a Japanese company. It's meant to help if you've got a uh, an unborn, not unborn child, a young child, and you're trying to get them to potty train. I'll tell you more. It's called... Uh, it's called <laughs> I won't even say what it's called, right? But anyway, it's probably the weirdest, worst idea to ever come out of Japan in, in a long, long time. We'll tell you about that next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. So it's Cormac and Saoirse here on uh, Room 104. <laughs> and now what I have to say, the strangest invention or product to come out of any country I have ever seen in a long time. It's so... I don't know. I don't know. It what, just needs the crazy it? music. What is it? It's a uh, toilet paper. Okay. Oh my god! I know what you're going to say because I bought it the other day. No, you didn't buy it. I did aloe vera toilet paper. It smells so good. Now I didn't purposely buy it because I wanted to get aloe vera toilet paper, but I seen it in the shop, and it was on special offer, or half price or something. So I got it, and my god, a it smells really good. So makes your bum smell good, and it's really yeah. soft. Um. But that might, you know, have a more useful purpose, I would think. Um, you know, as I said, smell nice. Give you a bit more of a pleasant experience in the bathroom. But this, 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 this is very, very odd and very, very strange. And I still don't see how it would or could work. Oh. It is called poo paint. Poo paint. Yes. And it is a product that has been launched over in Japan by um, a company that wants to help make potty training toddlers more interactive, engaging and fun? Um, I don't really get this though. See, ne- neither do I. And let me describe to you what this is. Uh, th- th- this product was developed by a, a company called Clover and what they've said was a huge research um, survey was done and they found that uh, 70% of Japanese parents felt overwhelmed by the challenge of potty training their children. So they're trying to come up with a uh, an engaging, creative, fun way to help with potty training. I don't know if potty training is a bit of a nightmare. I imagine it could be. I can say, yeah, it would. I mean, training a cat to poo at her litter tray is hard enough, but I think yeah, training a baby child. would be harder. Yeah, there you go. So what they've done is create a toilet paper. Now, I hope this is a joke, but it doesn't seem to be a joke. You can, you can actually purchase it outside Japan, but they have a legitimate website, they have a legitimate product description and a fancy YouTube video describing what they do. And basically, the toilet roll has pictures on the toilet roll. So, you know, in the same way that you would get a colouring in book that would have blank um, pictures on it that you would colour in with pencils. Yeah. The same idea, except applied to toilet paper, where you're meant to colour it in, in, if you know what I mean. Um, Is that not really unhygienic or? Yeah, and disgusting and smelly and, yeah, horrific. Horrific. Uh, would any parents be on board with this or have they? 
Um, they are selling them. I'm not sure how well they're selling them. I, I'm not sure would any parent in their right mind want to encourage using poop as something to draw with because that's setting up all the wrong messages. I would never... You, can, you can't draw with poo. People no. do that in prison during a dirty protest. Imagine giving that idea to your child's head so when they're upset. Imagine going into your child's room and you're like, oh, what did you draw there? It's a lovely... I don't know, it's a bear and a lovely house and it stinks. Why is it on the wall? But they have got outlines of drawings on the toilet paper that they say, you know what, they're going to make toilet training exciting because you and your kid can go in and you can draw on the toilet paper. It, what I thought was the idea of toilet training to get the kid to actually poo in the toilet and leave it well, there yeah, yeah. and flush it away. Yeah, but then you have to obviously clean up afterwards. Yeah. So, so it's that cleaning up after that they're using. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's, it's insane. If you want to look this up, like obviously there's nothing graphic or disgusting on the product website. It's called Poo Paint. And what they say is that it'll help train... It'll help potty training, it'll help make potty training fun and entertaining. Now, the only thing I'd, I'd uh, be um, curious about is if you actually had healthy bowels and you didn't have a lot of excess, you know, while on the, on the toilet paper, what <laughs> do you do then? Conversations. I don't like even want to have... Bad child, given the McDonald's. Like, what? <laughs> We've got a big drawn tomorrow now. Here's a curry. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <gasps> oh no no yeah. how about we just use the potty or use the toilet do you know what the we way we've solve, always used it solve a lot of the world's problems oh that is, is absolutely no, disgusting we don't need any of these fancy things we just need to bring back the wooden spoon alright they need to that'll, be closed down that'll, that'll solve all of the problems that's nasty you don't you do not do the, the, the toilet training properly wooden spoon oh uh. You do do the toilet training properly, use the wooden spoon to make you a cake. I mean, it's just perfect. Do you know what's going to happen then? They're going to actually end up wiping and then deciding to use that on... Put it on the fridge. Yeah, I'll stick it on the fridge, <laughs> or I might as well stick it on my face while I'm at it. Oh, God. God. Well, I, don't see, okay. I don't see how... I'm, I'm still so confused over it. You can look it up. Um, it's a device created by this company over in Japan. It's like five quid a roll. Poopaint.net is the website if you want to have a look at it. Uh, if you want to, uh, uh, just no, just just don't. I hope it's a joke, but I don't think it is a joke. No. Let me read people, you some of the stuff off their website. People will try anything. Yeah, so I'm going to read some of the stuff off their website. Uh, the toilet paper that makes you want to poo in the toilet. Children whose diapers are too hard to come off. Maybe the toilet uh, uh, and and the poo aren't tied together yet. Poo paint is a toilet paper that is completely wiping off the poo. Have fun in a positive mood. We will create an opportunity to voluntarily go to the bathroom. And that's just the Google Translate of the Japanese stuff. They have a Facebook, they have an Instagram, they have a Twitter. <sighs> Are people commenting? This is, uh, oh, I haven't actually looked at their, uh, let me have a quick look at their Instagram and their Facebook and their Twitter. Surely people um, are horrified by this. Like, this is outrageous. I really want to talk to the owner of this. Here's what it the says founder. on the English version of the website. So they have an English version of their website. Poo paint allows kids to wipe using toilet paper that feels as if they were playing with a colouring book, making potty time into a positive and fun experience. And it says, wiping the poo, colouring the art. And it has a picture of the blank toilet paper with a butterfly on it. And then it has a picture beside it of uh, the, the butterfly coloured in in brown, if you know what I mean. No. It doesn't, it's, not, it's just coloured in. It's not actually a real 
like picture yeah, of it. Yeah, sure, it's not. They probably use uh, the real thing. Oh, that's disgusting. No, that it's was a, bit a bad, horrible, horrible note to end on. They're all, sorry, it's all, they're, they're, uh, Facebook is all in Japanese, so I can't see any of the comments. Um, so is their Instagram at the moment. Let me see if there's any. There's no comments at all at the moment. There's 30 followers. Again, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a joke. It doesn't seem like a joke either. It seems like it's completely legitimately serious. So, on that note, yeah. On that note, on that note, it's all gone to shit. Hey, it's all gone to poop. But pooppaint.net, if you want a, a very weird experience with your child potty training, maybe there's better ways out there. But listen, uh, that's pretty much it for us this evening. We'll be back tomorrow night. We might have a couple of uh, might have a couple of well-known guests on. We don't want to say anything just yet because certain things might change and we don't want to jump the gun. But a couple of people on tomorrow night. That might be uh, interesting, mm-hmm. definitely worth checking out. Podcast updated uh, after the show um, in the next few minutes. So if you missed our interview with the woman who spent 30 grand on cosmetic surgery, is now the spitting image of Kim Kardashian. She can't get a boyfriend now, unfortunately. You can listen to that up on the uh, podcast shortly. Her name is Yvonne Barr, by the way, B-A-R-R. Go look her up. She's got a, an interesting, very interesting life. And uh, she has an OnlyFans account, by the way. Did you know that? Uh, no, but I do now. That there makes you sense. go. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.